Hello, and welcome to the Twisted Stitches podcast. This is episode 10, and we are recording on Saturday, January 24th, 2015. I'm your host, Twee. And Kimberly. Welcome to the show. I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. We're pretty tired. Yeah, it's been an eventful two weeks. It's been an eventful morning. <laughs> yeah, that is true, too. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. So, um, yeah, we're going to start jumping into knitting, I think. We're going to jump into knitting? Yeah, let's jump into knitting, dude. Okay. What are right. you knitting? I'm knitting. All right, so I'm still knitting. This is going to be like like the shawl that never ends. This will be the baby blanket that never ends. Okay. So it's the, um, the one that I'm doing out of that pattern book, which is up, down, all around. Oh, yes, when you took a stitch pattern out of it? Yeah, I took a stitch pattern out of it, and I'm knitting with Sweet Georgia uh, Superwash. Sport, I think. Sport. Uh-huh. Um, in Wet Coast Winter. Yep. Uh, it's it's really coming along. It's really pretty, so it's um, a four-pattern repeat. A oh, four-row? Four, sorry, four-row repeat. Mm-hmm. Uh, knit, purl, knit, and then on the wrong side, you do a yarn over, mm-hmm. and then um, a slip stitch. Mm-hmm. knit the next stitch, mm-hmm. and then pass the previous stitch mm-hmm. over. So it creates this little eyelet. Okay. Um, it's really, really pretty. It's really simple. Mm-hmm. And I've been trying to... So the baby blanket I'm doing is quite wide. So I'm trying to do, like, a, a round every day. So at least one round oh, every day. Oh, like a repeat day. of that? Yeah. Okay. So that way I'm, I'm moving quite along. And I'm happy to note that all of the... Um, yarn that I've used so far because uh-huh. uh, I have three skeins of this right. and I'm in the middle of the first skein uh-huh. and I have like a substantial amount of of knitting done so okay because at the beginning I was really worried that you I wasn't gonna have, yeah I wasn't gonna have enough so Do you think you're gonna use all three yeah I think I'll use all three okay yeah so I'm pretty excited about that yeah. I'm hoping that it'll get done in the next few weeks okay. I'm going to say not next podcast but the podcast after. Okay. It will be done. Okay. I also want to note that this baby has been born. Okay. So it's currently growing. Right. It's like going to be a year. It's okay. So. It still needs blankets. I need to knit really fast. Yeah, well. Hey. Baby's already born. Yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do? So that's all I'm working on right now. Okay. With the hopes of other things that we'll talk about. Okay. How about you? Cool. Well, last week I was... Working on some secret knitting. Um, I decided to let the secret out because I'm still not finished with it. Um, wow! Oh, did you hear that? The cat's out of the bed. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> this is for my friend. Um, if you're listening... Friend? Friend, you know who you are. You should, at least. Um, Your name rhymes with... Begster? Yes. There you go. Uh, <laughs> if you don't want to know what I'm working on, then you should stop listening for, like, five minutes. Yeah. So... Anyway, uh, I started a couple weeks ago the Baby Tea Leaves Cardigan by Melissa Labar. Pretty. And that's out of Malabrigo Arroyo, which is their sport weight yarn. And it's, um, the colorway is called Lotus, which is a really pretty, um, dusty purple, but with, like, light blue streaks in it. And I've, um, I encountered some problems with this sweater. Uh, nothing to do with the pattern. It was mostly just user error. Um, I originally bought a skein of the Malabrigo 
uh, over the holidays when I was at home visiting my parents, thinking that one skein would be enough. Um, and <laughs> I, know, I was working, working, working on this blanket, trying to get it done before her baby shower. And I started the body. It's a top-down, um, yoked. And after the yoke, I, you know, you knit, stocking it for like four inches. And I'm like knitting, 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 knitting really fast. And I'm knitting, and then I'm looking at my ball of yarn thinking, I don't think I'm going to have enough. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to have enough. This is when the moment of panic sets in. Yeah. So, and this local yarn store that I bought it at is not near me. Um, it's like, you know, 350 miles away. And it's hard, kind of hard to find Malabrigo in our area. Like, a lot of people don't carry it or carry a good a selection of it. So, I mean, instead of doing the sensible thing and calling up the yarn store I had originally bought it from and getting them to ship me a skein... Um, because I really hate talking on the phone. <laughs> I have like, this weird, no like, joke. I'm sure there's like, a good name for it. It's amazing that we do a podcast. Yeah, I don't <laughs> like talking on the phone to like, you know, order food or, you know, calling things. I just don't like it. Thank goodness like you were born in the age of internet. Right. You could just order all that exactly, stuff. Exactly, but the website, I mean, the, the yarn store I bought it from doesn't really do um, internet orders. You have to call so, but I went online and I was like, well, who else carries it? Get it to me quickly. And I mean, I, mean, I hope, quote, you know, quote, like crossing fingers that the skeins match. And so I ordered a skein from Jimmy Bean's Wool and it showed up really fast because they're just in Nevada and it's not too far from us. So it comes and I'm like crossing fingers and I open it and it looks way different than totally mine. Different. <laughs> um, my skein looked mostly purple with just hints of blue and this new skein um in the skein form like the, like the top half was like purple and the bottom half was like light blue and the, I was just I'm like these are there's no way these are gonna match it's almost like a totally different color yarn yeah and so I didn't want to rip the entire sweater back so I ended up actually just ripping um up until the yoke finished and, you know, just the body of the sweater. I ripped back about three inches and did that again and then started alternating the two skeins. Um, and I was afraid it still wouldn't match, but it actually, here I'm showing it to you, it actually, I think, looks fine. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah, it doesn't look too different than the yoke. Um, it's definitely more variegated, but it's not, like, jarringly so. It, I think they mixed, like, okay and now I'm on the sleeves it looks great also because it's yeah. a slight different pattern yeah at the top before you changed yeah it's, the like, it's so. like ruched at the top yeah so, so. It, it looks totally great and the sleeves I actually ended up doing I was going to alternate skeins too I started one sleeve alternating but it was really fiddly alternating skeins on tiny little sleeves so I just stopped and just I'm just using the the newer skein that's um, more variegated for it and yeah. I think it looks all right no it looks great it doesn't it's look, beautiful it doesn't look too bad I'm making the six to twelve one size yes. actually looks pretty big um and yeah I just have these sleeves I have one more sleeve to go and then I think the button bands mm -hmm. and I'm gonna have to find buttons and so button then it'll be done but the, it did have some drama it was all my fault I should have checked the yardage. I should have ordered like another skein from the same place. Um, That's what happens though. You can't, you can't predict. You know, I like so many projects. You're like, oh yeah, I totally have enough yarn, and then you're halfway in the middle, and you're like, that. Yeah, I mean, I definitely needed a second skein. So, 
Yeah, that's coming along. I've been working on this. Um, well, it's really lot. pretty, and I like I like the blue. Yeah, it does and look it, nice. I'm yeah. like as I knit with this colorway, I've been just admiring. I really like it. I wouldn't mind like a sweater in this colorway. Yeah. So just remember to buy them all from the same place. Mm -hmm. That's my advice. So um, yeah, I've been working on that, and I've been working on a lot of things this week because um, I've had a lot of I've had some uh, drama this week and. My mind has just been, it's hard to concentrate. So anytime any pattern gets a little too complicated or just requiring too much thinking, I've switched projects. So so the other thing I've been working on, I picked up my zigzagular socks again. Uh, I don't know if you remember these, but uh, they were the ones that were super neon. Yeah, I totally remember yeah. those. Yeah. Um, the zigzagular socks are a pattern by Susie White of Prairie Girls Knit and Spin Podcast. And I'm using Regio Floromania in the, the rainbow-y colorway they have. It's just like a super neon rainbow. And I'm still in the first sock, but I picked those up again and finished the leg of the first sock. And now I'm on the, the heel flap, but I stopped because the heel flap, I want to finish it all in one go. And I just haven't had the brain capacity yeah. This week to sit down and just do that. So I might do it sometime this weekend. I want to get past the heel and, like, finish at least one sock. I've had mono needles for a few months now, so. Cool. But, um, it's, I mean, it's been fun. I like the crazy neon. I think I'm starting the hot pink section right now. Oh, nice. It's always my favorite, so. Yep. And the other... Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm still working on my double deco. Ha-ha! <laughs> yeah. I'm actually pretty close I think I only have... I really like, thought you were going to finish it before I did. Yeah, well, I started this baby sweater. Yeah. So, mm. yeah, it's uh, it's going... I just have, like, I don't know, like, 20 or 30 more rows left or something. Um, they're long rows, though. I just haven't uh, given it a lot of time because I wanted to finish this baby sweater. But um, when I've been really tired, it's actually been kind of nice to take out. I'll just do, like, a row or two because it's all just garter stitch. Yeah. It's so, relaxing. Yeah, I'm hoping to have that done maybe by next podcast. It's very close to the end, so. That's great. Yeah, those are the main things I've been working on. Awesome. So, yeah. Um, we have no finished objects. Yeah, I would say no faux show today. <laughs> we did not finish anything. I was really hoping to have this baby sweater done, but um, that's okay. not done. Soon. 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 You'll get lots of faux shows. Then. Yeah, all next at once time. usually, mm -hmm. so. No FOs. Okay, what's next? Uh, cued. Oh, cued. I cued something. Um, I was on Ravelry, and I noticed this really cute hat, and it's called The Peeping Sheep by K.M. Bedigan, and it's a colorwork hat um, with just little sheep, <laughs> little sheep um, just around the, the body of the hat. Cute. And I, I want to do more colorwork this year, so I think I might make that hat at some point. It uses... I think a Tweety yarn in the picture, and I might have some Tweety DK yarn somewhere. And this is a uh, paper pattern. It's, I think, 250 pounds, mm -hmm. which is about $4 mm -hmm. in U.S. And it's really cute. So awesome. I'm going to put that in my queue. It's the Peeping Sheep. That sounds really cute. Yeah. Did you queue anything? I did, but it's sort of like retail therapy. Okay. Well, I don't have any other cues, so you want to go into retail therapy? So we're on to retail therapy. <laughs> okay. Retail therapy. So I went a little crazy because if you listened to the last podcast, 
you'll know that Twee gave us a coupon code. Yes. For... Well, I didn't. I just told you about she it. She told us about the coupon code for Wooly Wormhead. Yes. So Wooly Wormhead, I bought a lot of your patterns <laughs> with this coupon code. It's a good coupon code. It's a great coupon code. So um, it was like 40% off, mm-hmm. I think. And yeah. I just sort of was maybe taking patterns. a break from work one day. Yes. And I went on Ravelry and started looking at hats. Because if you remember, um, our one of our both of our uh, resolutions is fifteen and fifteen. Yep. So we're gonna be knitting a lot of hats, which I guess neither of us has started yet, but no. <laughs> it's happening. It is. It's hattening. Hattening. The hattening. The hattening. Ooh. Oh, that was like such a joke my father would make. <laughs> that I'm sure. I'm sure dad's like that's totally a daddy joke. Um. So I went and I looked at all the hats, and I I bought quite a few. So she I'm gonna a just. Lot of them. I'm right. going to go through them really quickly. Okay. Um, Sephora, which is this slouchy sort of beret kind of yeah. hat, which is really, really pretty. It uses, um, I think, sock or fingering weight, okay. which we all know. I'm sure I have you some. You have some, yeah. Somewhere. You don't like making socks. So. Yeah. Ooh, I bought that one, too. Dark, with two Ks. Mm-hmm. Dark. And an E. And an E. Dark K. <laughs> Maybe. Um, if you're fancy, it's um, heavy DK or worsted weight. It's this really, the picture's really lovely. It's this, like, sort of um, older-looking man and with just a little bit of gray in his beard. And the hat is just gorgeous, this really pretty, pretty blue. Um, and it's basically... It's like a beanie. It's beanie, and it's ribbed and very striking. I think mm. really attractive, I think. Yeah, it's a nice um, unisex style. Yeah, it's perfect for the men in your life. Mm-hmm. Or the women. Exactly. Um... I have quite a number of guys I like to, I would like to knit more for. So yeah. I think that would be a really good hat for them. Nice um, runway, which is this really very slouchy beret with um, figuring yarn. Yeah, is it? Oh, that's cute. It has like a textured cute. pattern. Yeah. yeah, it has like a slight textured pattern, um, but it's super super. Um, it almost reminds me of like a bedtime cap because it's mm-hmm. like got so much extra. It's stuff. very slouchy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which I I don't necessarily like to wear slouchy slouchy hats, but I know some people do, and I think it looks nice. Yeah. So I'd be willing to try. You know, I wanted to try something mm-hmm. different. Okay. Um, I also got this beautiful hat. I really like this one. I can't say it. Ravine. Uh, yeah, Ravine. I think it's Ravine. Yeah. Um, it's a really pretty kind of asymmetrical hat. Yeah. So you knit. It looks okay. like you're knitting like the the edge, but the edge kind of folds yeah. into itself in this kind of. Pointed it's way. like a cloche or something. Yeah. It's really, really pretty. It's DK mm-hmm. yarn. And it looks super... Um, the, the texture of the hat is super simple. Yeah. But I think because of the kind of asymmetrical look... Yeah, the construction looks something. really fun. Yeah, it adds something to it. I, I'm really excited to start that one. That okay. one's yeah, no, different. Yeah, that one looks cool, yeah. It's really different than anything else I've tried to knit, so... This one is um, Symmetry, which is just sort of a beret hat... Um, it looks like it has a kind of a pointed star pattern mm-hmm. at the top. At the top, yeah. Um, she's using sort of a variegated yarn, which I think is pretty, but I'd probably use a solid. Okay. Just because, as you know, I'm sort of partial to solids. Yeah. Not, um, just because, like, with certain projects, if there's a lot of texture, yeah. I lean towards solids. Okay. Uh, this is, ta- I think it's... I don't even Tamia? know. Tamia? Is it Tom? Yeah. I think it's T-A-M-Y-M. Yeah. I think it's T-A-M-Y-A. Okay. It's in, like, 
uh, what's it called? It's cursive. cursive. So it's kind of hard to see. Yeah. So I'm not sure. I should have I should have written that down okay. before I said it. But no. it's um it's it's really pretty kind of slouchy again hat. Looks like a beret. Um, to me. Looks like a beret. Yeah. It's got a little bit of cabling on the side, alternating um, very thin ribbing. That's pretty. Yeah, and that'll be. It's in this I really see you wearing that one. one. Right, like I think that could be yeah. maybe one for me. This one's Scala, which is um, a very loose-fitting beret. Slouchy. Slouchy yeah. hat. Is um, it like little twists and cables? Yeah. And I think this is really cool because it kind of reminds me, I know this is going to sound weird, but it reminds me of those like very old-fashioned um, hats that maybe in the 30s, okay. right? Because it kind of... It kind of slouches to the back uh-huh. in, like, a, it reminds me of kind of, like, this is going to sound weird, but it reminds me of a hairnet. Oh, yeah, it does remind me of a hairnet. Right, because it kind of it kind of encompasses the hair in this sort of dome in the back. Yeah. So that it yeah, kind of just hangs. the model has all her hair in it. Yeah, and all the hair is in it. Yeah. So it actually looks like a cupping of hair. Yeah. But I thought it was really, again, unique to whatever else I usually try yeah. in it. Mm-hmm. Um, Starburst is another slouchy. Grayish oh, hat, isn't that pretty? Is that like a feather and fan almost. Um, pattern? I, I think so. It's okay. it's got sort of like yeah, some not cables, but some. It looks like some kind of scalloping or chevroni thing happening. Yeah, and I like the brim is super super wide. Yeah, it is. So it's like wide. rib 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 rib, and then there's just a you know at the top there's this cool, cool texture going yeah. on. Yeah, but at the at the bottom it's just like this sort of I like this long brim mm-hmm. kind of hats. Okay. Um, I'm almost done, I promise. <laughs> you can keep going. Um, I think that's it, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Those are all the patterns you bought from Wooly Warmhead? There's this one, but I don't know what it's called. Oh. Oh. Uh, this was a 2014 mystery yeah. um, knit-along hat. Yeah. And it had a name when I bought it, and I don't, I didn't write it down, oh. so I feel kind of silly. But, um, you can wear it slouchy or beret, and it's, um... I, th- I think, I remember looking at the picture and I thought it was really pretty, but now okay. it's got some sort of... There's a chart. I don't know. Yeah, there's no picture. Because I guess she never uploaded it. It's still a mystery. Yeah, I think it's still, um, like, you can buy it on her website and there's a picture of the hat, obviously, because mm-hmm. I wouldn't have bought something that I didn't know what it looks see. Like. Yeah. yeah. I'm not that adventurous. No. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it's the 2014 mystery knit-along hat. Okay. Um, so it looks really, it looked really cool. I'll have to... Next time I will remember what it was, and I will update. Um, But yeah, so I bought all these hat patterns, so definitely more than 15 hat patterns between this week and last Last time. So I'm going to start making hats after I finish this baby blanket. Okay. So the sooner I finish the baby blanket, the sooner I can start whipping out these hats, um, hopefully in a couple weeks. Okay. So that is my retail therapy with a 40% coupon. Thank you, Twee. Yeah. I think it's... uh... That was great. Oh, I think it might have, it might end today, actually. It ends soon. So if you still want patterns from Wooly Warmhead, you should check out her uh, Ravelry group because there there might be, um, might be another day left. I think it might be today. Yeah, and they're really lovely. And I also want to say that she has a lot of them. Yeah, she has a lot of hat patterns. She has a lot of hat patterns. So I, it took me, it took me quite a while to look through everything. Mm-hmm. Not in a bad way, but, yeah. you know, I you definitely want to take some time and look at everything. Mm-hmm. To see what you like. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. So I bought, <gasps> this is like sort of my like last fun purchase for me for a while because um, I'm going to have to make a big purchase soon. So, but I saw this online and I had to get it. It's another project bag 
and it's by Awesome Granny, who I think we talked about recently. You gave me a bag of hers, right, yeah. for Christmas. <clears throat> And I follow her on Instagram, and she posted some of her new fabrics that they were coming out soon. Nice. And she has this, I believe it's a Heather Ross unicorn fabric. And we talk about unicorns, like, all the time. Because uh, why wouldn't you talk about unicorns all yes. the time? And I just knew I wanted it. And so as soon as she said she put them up, I went online and bought one. Um, it's a huge bag. It's a zipper. And it's... It's, like, lime green with unicorns on it, and there's a little notions bag that comes with it. So cute. And the inside is a really pretty floral. Very cute. Yeah. And, I mean, it came really quickly. I ordered it this, you know, early last week, and, or early this week, and it came in the middle of the week. And so, this is for me, present to myself. Very nice. Um... <laughs> I, I, was just thinking, I was just thinking about you, actually, because I found... I was looking through our old show notes, and, mm-hmm. you know, we talked about some of the project bags we sewed. Uh-huh. And I was looking at Twee's, one of Twee's, um, the big one that you had done. Oh, the uh, forest one or the gnome one? Uh, the gnome one. Okay, I made one with the, some... I think it's Michael Miller gnome fabric. Yeah, so I think I was looking at that the other day, and I thought, oh, this weekend I'm going to make some... I'm going to make a project bag. I'm going to make... The biggest project bag ever. <laughs> Which, of course, is, like, totally ridiculous, right? But in my head, I'm going to make the biggest project bag ever you tomorrow. You could. So I'm super excited. Do you have I fabric? Have, I do have fabric. I've got this, like, pretty canvas fabric up there. Okay. Like a thicker fabric? A thicker fabric. So we're going to see how that works. And I'll do a lining and everything. But i got to go buy a um, zipper. Oh, okay. Nice. Gotta go buy a zipper. And Do you know how pattern. large you plan this to be? Like how large the zipper? You no, I have no idea. I'm just gonna buy the longest zipper possible and see. It's not gonna be that long. I'm exaggerating. It'll probably <laughs> it'll be it'll be bigger than it'll probably be the same size as yours. Okay. Let's be honest. I don't really do well freestyling, so I will probably the first one will probably be exactly according to yeah. instruction and size. Right. And that way, you know, I can get a feel for it. And then maybe after that, I will make the biggest project bag ever. Ever. Okay. Okay, cool. Uh, the other thing I bought was a book, and I haven't actually looked through it yet at all. And this oh, is... for me? <laughs> <laughs> this is No So Knits um, by Kristen Tendike, and it just came out recently, in the last couple weeks, I think, and um, it's a book of 20 flattering finished free garments, and I'm a fan of uh, Kristen's designs, and um, I've read, I heard a review of this book... Ooh. Where did you buy it? I I got it from BarnesandNoble.com. Oh, nice. I can't remember what podcast I listened to, but they reviewed it, and it made me want to get it. They Besides, like, really cute patterns, they said that there were a lot of really good um, just sort of tips and tricks, you know, mm-hmm. for knitting sweaters and, fin- like, you know, doing things, which made me even more intrigued. Mm-hmm. And I think there was, like, an extra coupon at Barnes & Noble, so I used it online and... They shipped to me, so I think I literally got it yesterday, so awesome. I, I haven't really looked through it at all, but it looks cool. It does look cool. Yeah. This is I do. Cool. I love I love knitting books. I love Interweave. Yeah. Is it Interweave? Yeah, it's Interweave. Yeah, it's Interweave book. Yeah. yeah. So good. So I'm going to check that out. Um, oh, this one has a hood. Yeah. I like hoods and pockets. <laughs> and I think seeming is totally cool. It's just, I, I think not seeming is also cool. It's just different ways to do things, and I just like to learn about yeah it's pretty about them you know yeah it's got pretty stuff yeah the sweaters are really oh, that's pretty nice too. too yeah okay so i'll be looking at this after yeah this. <laughs> <laughs> you're funny um okay. i think that's the only thing i bought and hopefully i won't be buying 
too much. Too much more. Um, so this is what happened. This is what happened. Yeah. We're being really vague. So uh, dear Twee here got into a car accident. Someone hit her yes. and um, T-boned her. Yeah. So her car is totaled. They ran a red light. They ran a red light. I am so not involved. People... When the light is changing or the light is red, don't go. Yes. Don't go. It's For everyone's rude. sake. It's, it's rude. It is not nice. So we're happy that Twee is safe and okay, but sadly her her car is, is not. Yeah. So um, she is in the market to buy uh, a new for her car. Yes. So that's what we were talking about earlier. We've gone to, we've done some research today. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is her big purchase, so we just... You know, we're going to, I also am going to try to make sure that whenever I hang out with Twee, because this is a big purchase, you know, I'm not going to drag her to a yarn store or, <laughs> or something, you know. Yeah, I need to be good because I'm going to have a car payment from now. I really had wanted to go to Stitches West, which is down the street from my parents' house. Um, but Coming I, up. Coming up in a yeah. few weeks. I don't know if I'm going to be able to go um, just for cost. And also, I mean, I should have a new car by then, but... Who knows? Yeah, there's a lot of drama you going know, on. So I don't know if I'm going to make it. Um, luckily, Voting Live is coming to Pasadena in April. Ooh. Yeah, so if I don't make Stitches West, um, I'm still definitely going to go to, to um, Voting Live. I'm going to go with you. Yeah. yeah. We're going to go together. Yeah, we'll I might take some it. classes. I might save up and like try to take a class or two because there's some really good teachers. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and it doesn't usually come to California. Yeah. So. No, this will be great. And yeah. So we're looking forward to that. But yeah. That, but that is what. No more purchases for me. <laughs> yeah, no more retail therapy for a little bit. Yeah, for a little bit, at least for me. You can buy stuff I and can, talk about it. I'll still buy stuff and talk about okay. it. But, you know, we're going to kind of limit the retail therapy sessions. Yes. I mean, it, it's good. It's part of our resolutions to use our own stashes more anyway. Exactly. I think it'll, you know. Yeah. It's good. It just helps us. Solidify our New Year's resolutions. Exactly. So. So yay! yay. And that is the end of the knitting yeah, section. It was pretty short today. It was pretty short. It's because it's because all I can think about is that baby blanket. Yeah, that baby blanket. <laughs> yeah. I can't help it. Like I said, I'm a monogamous, monogamous knitter. knitter. See, yeah, I got that one right. It and I've just been episodes. working on so many things that I can't finish anything because I can't concentrate. So. Yeah. Hopefully, next uh, podcast will be. A little, a little more interesting, you know? But yeah, sorry, guys. I mean, I think we're, you know, it's just, it was sort of a weird time. But yeah, we're definitely going to continue to knit. And, oh, yeah. And look at all those, look at all those hat patterns yeah, I have make, now. I'm super make, excited. make some hats, man. I'm super excited about these hat <laughs> patterns. Everyone's getting a hat. And you're getting a hat, and you're getting a nice. hat. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. I'm excited. So. All right, so we're going to start the non-knitting segment. Um, hopefully you guys want to stick around. Yeah, but if not, we will talk to you next time. Yep. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Okay, so... Reading and watching. What are you reading? I am reading... Um, I'm reading, okay, so I finished a couple things. The last, okay. I want to talk about one thing in particular because sure. the last podcast I said I think I was starting it, and it's that book right there that I'm lending to me. It's oh, yes. called A Heart Revealed right. by Josie S. Kilpack. Yes. And I would gotten it as an advanced reader copy for review. Um, and I don't know, it, it's about, it, it's a historical romance. It's called a proper romance. It's a proper romance, Meaning so it's, it's a clean a romance. Clean romance, yes. There's not any smut. Yes. Which is just the okay sometimes illusion or the hint of yeah you know but smudge. I wanted to talk about it because I had said that I was going to start it last podcast mm-hmm. and I thought oh I never really talk about the same one that I yeah you finished I it last let's time. talk about it yeah um it's really really cute um it's really it's nicely written it's it's 
it reminds me of like really old fashioned kind of classical literature because mm -hmm. the main guy and the main girl do not get together till the very end. Till the very end. Okay. Yeah, and it's it, it it does. I think that a lot of people who read romance know that a lot of the books are usually um, comprised of the two main characters getting together very quickly and then mm -hmm. overcoming obstacles, yes. whether that's internal or, you know, Extra, social, yeah. you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but this one is, they are so, uh, especially the girl, you know, she has a lot of growing to do, and there's a really, really large character arc for her. Okay. Um, so she is definitely not ready. She does meet him at the beginning, but she is not, she is definitely not the same character as, the en as she is in the end. And I, I just found it really charming. Okay. I liked it a lot. So That's cute. Yeah, it's super cute. When does this one come out? It comes out April. It comes out in April 2015. Okay. Um, I'm giving it to Twee so she can review yes, as well. Yes, I'm going to read it. So that'll be fun. And then I just finished an audiobook called The World Without Us by Alan Weissman. Okay. It's a nonfiction. I don't read a lot of nonfiction, but I find audiobooks are pretty good with me for nonfiction. Mm -hmm. So this is basically a book of theorizing what would the world be like if humans just disappeared. Oh. Um, and it like is, the Earth? Like what would happen to the Earth? Yeah, what would happen to the Earth? And it, it's not like disappeared like we died out. It's like disappeared like aliens came down and took all of us up, zapped and us all vaporized in, and vaporized us okay. all at once. And it's fascinating. Is it, he a scientist or something? Or is he just a, like a, what's it called, a sociologist? I think he's a uh, anthropologist. Let me look at his bio because I have the book. Okay. Kimberly is going to look for the book right now. Oh, and here she comes back. And I'm back. Uh, let's see what his bio says. I didn't even look him up, actually. I'm just curious. Award-winning journalist. I'm just a journalist. Yeah. Okay. Um, Is this book old or new? It's. I think it's from 2000. I mean, I had... Let me tell you. It had a border sticker on it. Oh, borders. Oh, borders. It had a border sticker on it. So it's 2007. So it's not It's not totally old, but okay. it's not brand new either. Okay. Um, but it's fascinating and also really depressing, guys. So <laughs> it talks about what we're doing to the earth. It's talking about our incredible um, manufacturing of plastic uh -huh. and what that's doing to the earth and how that's changing things we don't even realize, you know, because the plastic doesn't get, um, it doesn't disintegrate. It just gets smaller and smaller. Right. So then when it ends up in the drain, because everything goes to the ocean, yes, right? Yes, it does go to the ocean. The fish eat it. Oh. It ends up in our water. Like, it's just... It's, it's a really, um, I guess I'm not selling it properly, but it, <laughs> it is a very fascinating book. Um, it talks about what happens to art when we disappear. It talks about what happens to nuclear plants if we disappear. Mm -hmm. What happens to the cities, the forests, the subways. It's, it's really, really good. But I wonder why he did it that way, where humans just disappeared all at once. Because that just seems like an unlikely scenario. Yeah, well, I think he, he was talking... Yeah, and he knows that. Like, he says, mm -hmm. like, this is never going to happen. But, right. But I think a lot of it has to do with if you if you think that certain humans will stay on, then you think that they will continue to repair or, oh. or you know, Like, what we're doing recharge is okay because things. someone else will fix it? Well, I think he's saying that, like, a lot of the natural disasters could be kind of starved off for quite a bit. If, okay. You know, like... Like there the nuclear plants, left. if if they're they have a backup system for like seven days, and okay. then they and then they get too hot and they start right. melting. So in this way, everyone's just gone. Yeah. So this way, everyone's gone. Like, what happens to everything if it's okay. just gone? Um, so that was a really really interesting audiobook. I enjoyed the narrator. I enjoyed the subject matter. Um, it was super upsetting and depressing. I came home <laughs> all the time. And I was like, Alice, uh, muffin, muffin, uh, muffin. Sorry, I was like, oh my gosh. 
do you know what I learned today? And he's like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I suggest reading it. And the other book I'm listening to right now is Bonk okay. by Mary Roach. So Mary Roach might be um, familiar to you because she also wrote the book Stiff about cadavers. Oh, I never read that, but I yeah. do know her name. Yeah, it was a New York Times bestseller. Um, Bonk was a New York Times bestseller. Bonk is about um, sexual research. So it's not oh. for you youngins out there. Yeah. Although I'm sure if I was 13, I'd probably, probably really want to listen it. to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's it's super. It's very very interesting, easily digestible. Uh, very. She's very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and she talks about all the big names like Kinsey and Masters mm-hmm. and Johnson and and their research and what they learned and what she was trying to research and because. Um, I think when she wrote it, which was a few years ago, Johnson, um, I'm not sure if Johnson is still alive, but, you know, Johnson was alive then. She tried to talk, she was talking to his, her son. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you don't know Masters and Johnson, they're portrayed as, uh, by Michael, Martin. Martin Sheen. Martin Sheen. And, um, well, what's her name? Lizzie. Lizzie Kaplan. Yes. Um, and Masters of Sex, the Showtime series. Um, and they're sticking pretty close to, they're sticking quite close to what, mm-hmm what that what happened in life obviously they're taking liberties but their research really did pioneer um a huge amount of information that we know about you know sexual history in our bodies and everything so cool super super exciting exciting stuff but also really awkward because i'm listening to it (laughs) in in an audiobook while i'm driving home so i'm sort of like listening to all of this sort of dirty talk even though it's scientific dirty talk but stuff you don't normally talk about and listening to it in like traffic for an hour and I'm sure that I'm sort of, like, you know, uncomfortable or blushing or, like, ooh, he said this or something like that. But, you know, making, making, facial, expressions. making facial expressions and, like, oh, you know, some of the stuff is just, you know, they talk about scientific stuff, but it's, like, mm-hmm. you can, you know, you cringe, like, thinking about mm-hmm. this happening to you or, or something, you know. being poked, yeah. Yeah, and I just thought, like, oh, the people it, who are watching me from their cars must be thinking, what is she listening to? <laughs> what kind of odd thing is she listening to? But I'm enjoying that quite a lot. Okay. Cool. How about you? Um, I'm about two thirds of the way through a book called The Bone Season. Yeah. By Samantha Shannon. Sorry, I'm drinking a milkshake. Um, that's never apologize for drinking milkshake. It's a really good. <laughs> um, it is. Um, would you could say it's a young adult. I think it is technically a young adult, a young adult novel. Um, okay, it's a young adult novel, and it's so sci-fi, and it's hard to explain. But I'd say it's fantasy. Fantasy? Okay. It's hard to explain, and um, it's our book club book for this month. It was Twee's pick. Yes, because it's it's been around, and I it's gotten a lot of good reviews. It's gotten rave reviews. Yeah, I actually didn't know what it was about when I picked it. I just, I had it. And, you know, I wanted to read it. I knew another friend of ours had it, so I figured I'd just choose it. I had no idea it was young adult. I had no idea it was fantasy. Like, I actually had no idea. So it was kind of a surprise when I started reading it, and I was like, oh, this is not what I was expecting at all. And um, it definitely has some interesting ideas, and um, I'm not done with it yet, so I can't say for sure, but uh, we've had some, both of us have had some issues just reading it, it's um, it's written in a way that there's a lot of information, and they just kind of dump it all on you at the beginning of the book, 
and then like in other points I'll just dump a bunch of information at you. It's just really hard when you anytime you have a fantasy book, it's I feel like a really good writer will get the audience, you know, the reader into the world and familiar with the world in a way that isn't super jarring or super confusing. Um, this is not the case with this book. It's just, like there's a lot to keep track of all at once, a lot of acronyms, a lot of nicknames and weird words that you've never seen, and it's hard to keep track of. And my one friend said that she made a good point that, you know, anything that needs two glossaries to get through um, probably, you know, isn't going to be for her. It's yeah. just, it's too much information all at once. Yeah. But once you kind of get past that, uh, the, the main story is pretty interesting, you know? So, I mean, I have about 150 pages left, I think, and uh, our book club is on Monday, so. Yeah, I, I'm only 100 pages in, so <laughs> I'll be, that's what I'm doing tonight, and tomorrow is reading the book club book. Yeah. That's what's happening. Okay. Yeah, it's good. So, yeah, I mean, unless something miraculous happens at the end, it's a series. I think there's going to be at least two or three of them. Yeah, the second one just came out. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm not planning on reading the second one, so, yeah, yeah unless something happens. Um, and the next thing I read was a trade paperback of a comic book, volume one of Alex and Ada. Alex and Ada! Yeah. Um, so wonderful. It is really good. Um, it's by Jonathan Luna, who's the writer, and Sarah Vaughn, who's the, um, illustrator, and that's by Image Comics, and I've been meaning to read it for a while, I just hadn't, um, but my friend let me borrow her trade of volume one, which I think is the first, like, maybe five issues or something. Yeah. And I had read the first issue, which was, I mean, was, was good, but, you know, certainly nothing to, you know, write home about. It's, you know, it's one of those things that you, I think you have to at least read two or three issues to really get where it's going. But once you do, it's like, you're just like, it's very addictive and it's really fast. It's really interesting. Um, basically, it's like the future and... There's a lot of, you know, computers and artificial intelligence, and there's one guy, he's, I think in his, what is he, like, 20s? Yeah, I think Maybe so. late 20s or something, mid to late 20s, and he's kind of lonely, and his grandma, you know... Oh, grandma. Oh, grandma, decides for his birthday to get him um, an android as a, you know, companion slash friend. And by the way, this is totally normal. Yeah. His, his grandma has an android friend. and Friend. Friend with, you know, quotation marks. Friend. So she thinks, you know, he, he might like it. He, you know, he's kind of lonely. He has friends, but, you know, he doesn't have a girlfriend. And, you know, he just goes to work, you know. Kind of reminded me of her, the movie, a little bit. I haven't seen her. Oh, you haven't? Okay. So, anyway, it reminded me of that a little bit. And, you know, he doesn't want her at first, and there's all these sort of social things where he's like, oh, people are going to think I'm weird because I have this android, he tries to be, he thinks about returning her, and, you know, then he keeps her, but then he's kind of, like, upset or unhappy with the fact that, you know, she's too much like an android, like, you know, everything she does is like, oh, you know, if you want to do it, I'll do it, like, that makes you happy, it makes me happy, you know, stuff like that, and he ends up finding out that there's this, um, sort of secret sect of people who um, want to sort of set, free. The, set the androids' minds free because apparently they don't have to be, like, just robots like that. Um, and there's a way to make them have, like, free will. And there's all these, like, 
laws too against doing that because you know one bad android <laughs> killed a bunch of people years ago and now there are all these laws against artificial intelligence and stuff like that and so he starts to go down this path of you know does he you know want to risk it and like have a android that's more like a real person and which means she has free will, which means she could leave him if she wanted to, but it's also very secret because if anyone finds out, like, he'll probably go to jail and they'll probably destroy her or something. So, um... It's yeah, very it's, good. It's really interesting. It's very good. It's... It's so... Like... It's just really compelling when you read it. Yeah, I mean, I think... I I can't wait till the second volume comes out. It's coming out, I think, in a couple months. Should if not soon. next month. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just one of those ones that have a lot of space... Mm-hmm. The story has a lot of space. It has a lot of um, settling and unsettling moments. It has mm-hmm. a lot of time. It has a lot of, like, deeper sort of and quiet moments. And it's funny, moments. too. Yeah. It's very well done. And, yeah. It's great. I mean, I like I like things about, like, artificial intelligence and stuff. And this one's doing it really well. Not everyone does, but um, I think the tone and the topics, it's, it's really good. Yeah. So if you like comics or maybe you don't, uh, Alex and Ada, definitely check it out. So... Those are the things I'm reading. Awesome. Okay. What are you watching? What am I watching? Um, I'm watching Psych, season eight. Nice. <laughs> which is now on Netflix. Uh, Psych, I love Psych. It's one of my favorite television shows. Um, it sadly, uh, the eighth season is the last season. It's done now. Um, but I watched it for all eight years. Um, they always had the best panels at Comic-Con. It was, they were so funny. And so, yeah, season eight's on um, Netflix now, and I've just been watching it. Like, it's kind of been nice to have it, because <laughs> I've been kind of bummed by this whole car thing, so it's it's been nice. Yeah. And the other thing I've been watching is Broadchurch. Oh, yeah. Season one, which is, is it a BBC thing? Yeah. It was British. Okay, I think it's BBC, and it stars David Tennant, and he's a detective in a small town. It's basically about the murder of a nine-year-old boy in a small seaside town in England and the investigation and how sort of the suspicion and all that stuff, you know, what it does to this close-knit community. Like, everyone knows everyone, you know, and they're just shocked by this murder because it's highly likely that it's... Someone they know. Someone they know. Someone they've known for years, you know, and... Um, yeah, it's really good. It's it's dark. It reminded me a little bit of, like, The Killing, which, I mean, I haven't actually seen all of season one of The Killing. Um, uh, but it's it's good. It's dark, but it wasn't so dark that I, you know, didn't want to watch it, you know? Yeah. And there's a season two, but I'm not... I don't know if I really want to watch season two. I mean, I won't give it away, but um, it just takes a, it. Just, the focus is different, and I'm just not sure if I'm as interested in where it's going yeah um so i might watch it i'm not sure though so but season one was really good i i think it's actually the inspiration or there's an american version called grace point yeah also starts as a tenant which is weird to me <laughs> um but i haven't seen so it just like we we don't want to recast i just don't get know it's it. so weird that he would do <laughs> the exact same character it just seems odd to me um but yeah i haven't seen that but i mean it's probably Pretty good. He's good in it. Yeah. Yeah. So, what are you uh, watching? I'm watching... I'm going to talk about The Imitation Game. Oh, I saw that. Okay. With Benedict Cumberpatch. Uh, yeah, it was good. So, 
If you don't know, it's about the man who invented the first computer, mm-hmm. which then helped break the Enigma code that the Nazis were using during mm-hmm. World War II. Mm-hmm. And his unfortunate and sad subsequent treatment after right. the war ended. Um, but Benedict Cumberbatch is really, really good. Um, I was telling Twee, I'm always telling Twee this, I am really not a fan of Kira Knightley. Well, like, I'm on, not either. <laughs> on any level. Yeah. Really, she kind of ruins it for me. I know, I'm going to get... Except for like, Pirates. going to get hate mail. Yeah, except for Pirates. She's okay in Pirates. Yeah. I believe her in Pirates, but everything mm-hmm. else I'm just sort of like, oh, it's Kira Knightley. Yeah. Um, but I actually didn't mind her in this one, so mm-hmm. I guess that's a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mind her that much either. She was fine. I didn't mind her. Um, the writing is really, really excellent. It switches, um, the narration switches back and forth between um, the time when he is um, working for the English government mm-hmm. and the time after the war has ended and he's been arrested under um, mysterious circumstances. Um, so there's a lot of flipping back and forth between time periods, but it's very seamless um, yeah, it's not confusing. There's no problems with um, storyline or plot. In fact, everything just sort of adds to this momentous tension that you feel um, towards the end um, to see, you know, how it all kind of panned out. Also, I'm a really big fan of Matthew Good. I think Matthew Good is really <laughs> underrated. I love Matthew Good. Yeah, and he's so fantastic in this. Um, he's great in this. I've seen him in that other um, movie with Nicole Kidman. Oh, which one? Oh, he's like the uncle, and he's pretty evil. Oh, Stoker. Stoker. Oh, I haven't seen Stoker. Oh, he's yet. brilliant. And Nicole Kidman has this speech in the at the end, mm-hmm. and she's chilling. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, I, like, see, I do want to see that. After she gave that speech, I looked at, I was like, oh, there she is. Like, yeah. I, you know, you know, you remember Nicole Kidman can act, but yeah, like right. that was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Matthew Good is in it. He's very good. And, one of the lovely gentlemen from Downton Abbey is in it as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's charming. And it was just really, really well-structured, well-paced, well-written, yeah, fabulously acting movie. movie. Yeah, I just had a really good time. And I didn't have to twist Muffin's arm too much to go. Oh, really? Just, yeah, he's not, like, I'm really more of a let's go to a movie kind of person. Right. And he's not, but he really did want to see Imitation Game. So. Okay. And then it became, it was so good. Right. I'm like you know, very pleased that maybe next time when I want to go see something, he won't be, be like, he won't give me such a hard time. So yeah, that was, that was really great. So I just saw that last weekend. Okay. Yeah. And I think this weekend we'll see something else. Get my tickets to something. Yeah. Yeah. Surprise. Did you watch anything else? TV or anything? Um, I've sadly, I'm sorry. I've still been watching Gilmore Girls. People, um, mm. I'm on season <laughs> two. I know, right? It's like kind of embarrassing. No. I'm on people season. People love Gilmore Girls. People love Gilmore Girls. It's just you know what it is. It's like your psych. It's sort of fun. Yeah. It's lighthearted. Yeah. Everything's kind of okay in the end. Mm-hmm. So you need those kinds of things. You need yeah. that, and really, it's really just fun for me to watch while I'm knitting. Yeah. Something like a baby blanket. Yeah. So I just, it's like 40 minute episodes and I watch one in the morning while I knit before I go to work. Mm-hmm. And then that's it. Okay. So, yeah. um, I do you like that. it. It's called good. Yeah, it was fun. I mean, it's been fun. I'm going to, I'm going to start watching something else. Okay. On TV probably, you know, okay. during that time. But okay. yeah, it's been good. Cool. And that is all for me. Um, well, I think that's, I think that's it then. I think that's it kids. It's a pretty short episode this week, so. 
Yay! Yay! Um, <laughs> we will be back next time with way more knitting. Um, hopefully. Ho- hopefully some FOs. Some FOs and some more knitting news, and it won't be as yeah. stressful because Twee will now then have a car. Yes. <laughs> oh, gosh. The Cross fingers of people that I managed to pick a car by then. Pop, uh, happy thoughts. Positive yes. thoughts. Positive thoughts. Positive thoughts, everyone. So, yeah, we will see you next time. Yep, in a couple weeks. In a couple weeks, and um, goodbye. Bye. You can find all the show notes at twistedstitchespodcast.blogspot.com. You can find me, Twee, on Ravelry and Instagram as fishgoal182, and Kimberly on Ravelry as Kimberly Buggy. You can also find our Ravelry group as Twisted Stitches. 